So Vishal P. Singh is an Antifa quote-unquote journalist, I mean, more like propaganda agent, because they never fairly report on what Antifa does or what the Proud Boys do. There's never any truth for them. It's always, you know, selectively edited to be sure that Antifa comes out looking like some kind of group of brave freedom fighters, you know, fighting fascism, and that anybody who opposes them is evil. With that said, um, he's also kind of famous for being good at fucking around and finding out. And while I have made it clear that I don't condone any political violence from the right or the left, I do want to talk about this because I want to call him out specifically. He's been making a lot of these weird alarmist statements lately, using his platform for that purpose, suggesting, you know, that we're in, like, grave danger of a fascist takeover at any moment. He says, Republicans are firebombing LGBTQ plus friendly businesses, attempting assassinations of top officials, and demolishing the foundations of democracy. Don't lecture the left about decorum and order. We're standing at the edge of oblivion. Fight fascism with everything you've got. I said, I wonder where they got that idea. I'm sure many of you remember the fiery but mostly peaceful protests. I go on to um, post this one. Let's give it a watch. I'll start it over. This was the flyer that they posted um, for this specific action. Note the imagery here of the burning White House. You have to remember that a lot of these people that are obsessed with January 6th are absolutely obsessed with the idea they tried to overthrow our country and our democracy. So this was literally Antifa the first day Biden took office. This is them attacking Democratic headquarters in Portland. No, but remember, we need to be concerned because supposedly it's the right wing that's doing all of this. You see the Biden-Harris sign on the window. You know, Vishal didn't report on this. I wonder why. Probably because he's not really a journalist. There's a reason why Antifa only allows specific people to film them. And it's because they want to control the narrative. And as you saw in the flyer that I just showed you, nobody was supposed to be streaming this. So I'm gonna guess this was all hidden camera. Anyway, moving on. So, and I said, why would there be any animosity against the LGBTQ community? Could it be Antifa attacking peaceful protesters at the Wii Spa? You think you won anyone over by doing that? You know, this is a video I took a long time ago, and you guys can watch it, but I mean, the attacks at the Wii Spa were brutal. You know, they attacked innocent people. Like, that's actually my friend Chris, WYSIWYG TV, getting brutally attacked by them, and he was just there filming. And Vishal is actually among them, I might add. And he didn't report on any of this, either. Um, there's a separate video that Mary Todd did specifically about this topic that I can link to if you want to see it. But the guy reporting that supposedly it's the right wing doing this shit is literally standing there among them. And at some point, Chris turns back and looks and says, Vishal, are you okay with this? And he doesn't do anything about it. And again, did not report on any of that. This is Antifa attacking a peaceful um, Hispanic couple, telling them that they're bigots and all of that, because they showed up, you know, with signs saying that you shouldn't allow naked trans people around children. 
You know, but again, Michelle didn't report on any of that either. This supposedly doesn't exist. You know, there's a whole, like, 20-minute video here you can watch of violence, you know, met out by these people that Vishal just selectively decided not to report on. Because, again, he doesn't care. This isn't about the truth. This is about trying to control the narrative in a way that's just not in any way accurate. It's all political bullshit. He's not a journalist. He's a fucking hack. So, anyway, let's keep going. And I said, did you say firebombs? So this is The Hill reporting this. Portland protesters throw firebombs on 109 of demonstrations. Pretty sure this is the one where they threw some at, directly at police officers, too. Um, Antifa attacks people with firebombs on a regular basis, which is why this is kind of a dubious stance to take. And then there was another one here, Oakland County Courthouse being firebombed. This one's a short one. You know, but as you can see, you know, here we go. Firebombing a, you know, a courthouse. But remember, we should be concerned about the right-wing firebombing people. Something that isn't even barely... I mean, it's just not happening. Nowhere near as often as they've done it. But the truth is optional when it comes to Vishal's reporting, obviously. You know, um, and this was actually a video done by a if leftist. You watch my program um, this, you know, this guy here, David Pacman's a leftist. And he reported on anti-fascist firebombing an ICE facility. You know, oh, and this is another great one, you know, because he was concerned about violence against the LGBT, you know, LGBTQ movement. You guys might remember this from my documentary about hindsight is only 2020. I'm sorry, it's always 2020. You know, this is them attacking and brutally beating and robbing a trans woman on the streets of Portland. And at one point during the course of this, a heroic black man comes to the aid of the trans woman. And the black people in question tell him, you know, they confront him for standing up for a white person. And they make it clear that they're there for Black Lives Matter and to fuck these white cunts. You know, they accused Drew Hernandez, who got this video by... Um, secret camera of like taking it out of context so he uploaded the full video because this is also the video where the infamous um you know uh, kick in the head in portland came from you know and he uploaded the whole thing and then you just get to watch these three black men wandering around the streets looking for random white people to attack it definitely did not make them look any better at all so let's move on You know, assassinations, you guys might remember this story. Local BLM chapter posed bail for man charged with attempted assassination of a murder, you know, you know, attempted murder of a mayoral candidate. This guy just walked in with a gun and, you know, was threatening a mayor, you know, like. So again, it's just, where do they get this idea? He doesn't report any of this stuff, you know, and actually, this is where another person tries to pipe in. So I'm just going to use a screenshot thing that I put together of it because... After I made him look pretty stupid, he blocked me. So this guy came in there and tried to save Vishal, but it didn't work out for him. You know, as he posted this link, it said, Whoops! The anti-fascists were linked to zero murderers in the U.S. in 25 years. They used to link this article constantly, and I said, you know, LOL, whoops, did you shit in your pants or something? This overshared article's validity came to a screeching halt in 2020. And I linked my documentary about Michael Forrest Reinhold murdering Jay Danielson in the street. And of course, the conversation shifted suddenly to him going from saying that Antifa was peaceful and had never killed anyone 
to him cheering that Antifa had killed someone, saying, rest in peace, Jay, one less fascist to terrorize my community. Maybe don't charge people spraying mace. I dealt with this idiotic argument from Antifa many times before as well, and I made a separate video specifically about it, because they're trying to suggest that somehow Michael Reinhold would have been justified because Jay Danielson had a can of bear mace. Antifa routinely attacks peaceful protesters with bear mace proactively on a regular basis. So if that's justification you know, for shooting people, and they continue to do that, there's going to be a lot of dead kids wearing black hoodies with, you know, terrible ideologies. You know, as I pointed out here, Antifa routinely charges people with bear mace. I wager, I wager they would appreciate not being shot. And then, you know, I pointed out that we go from claiming Antifa is linked to zero murders to cheering that Antifa murdered someone. Neato. You know, this kind of nonsense is just going to continue to take place. And I think what the problem is, and the reason why Vishal is just, you know, frantically posting this kind of shit, is because he knows they're losing. This sort of nonsense is the reason that they're losing. The funny thing is, is that the violence of the left wing in 2020, and, you know, that is continuing to today, is not memory hold as much as they would like. And people are just kind of rolling their eyes about January 6th, and the reason why is because January 6th, you know, 6th was a single riot, the left participated in over 600 riots in 2020, and they link that most BLM protests were peaceful, and they're right. But another study pointed out that of the 600 riots, 93% of those all involved BLM. And no, it's not just like, you know, white males on Fox News reporting this. According to a new study, the Black Lives Matter movement is linked to more than 9 in 10 riots across America. The study defines riots as demonstrations in which any demonstrator engages in violently disruptive or destructive acts as well as mob violence. According to the data collected by the U.S. Crisis Monitor, the U.S. experienced 637 riots between May 26th and the 12th of September. Out of these, 91% of those were riots linked to the Black Lives Matter movement. These include demonstrations that have a local BLM group involved or when the main issue of the demonstration concerns police brutality against black people in general. The study found that 49 states experienced riots during that time period. California led the nation with 86 riots during that time, closely followed by Oregon with 79 riots during the same time period. The data also showed that 7% of Black Lives Matter-linked events have in fact turned violent eventually. This comes as the Black Lives Matter movement has seen an explosion of support around the world. Celebrities and large corporations have financially... So the major point here is that, yes, most Black Lives Matter protests were peaceful, but of the over 600 riots in 2020, which is a dramatic increase in the number of riots in history, most of them involve Black Lives Matter and you see a bunch of black block running around in there. And as I've said to you guys many times, because of you know we had dealt with this bullshit at Occupy, it was a problem because they would show up and try to turn our peaceful movement into a violent one. And we would reject that, but it was a constant fight. And they would show up anyway and do that shit, and then we would have to do our own press conferences to prove 
that we don't support that stuff. I've done another video about this. I'll link in the cards after this one. That guy kept going at it with me for a little while um, until he looked kind of idiotic because I pointed out to him, as you guys may remember from my video specifically about the Buffalo shooter, uh, that he identified himself as a left authoritarian. And the guy said, are you fucking stupid? Your own screenshot shows him saying that he isn't anymore. And then he moved to the further right. But if you look at this screenshot, he makes it very clear that he still, he used to be a communist and then just moved further to the right. But on the political compass, he was still an, you know, an authoritarian leftist. So in other words, yes, he was a leftist. And I said, no, he says he's still on the authoritarian left, dipshit. He said he is not a communist, but is still on the left. He then, after that, tried to say I was illiterate and then just blocked me because he realized that he looked like an absolute fucking moron at that point. But lying about left-wing violence has been like a constant for Vishal and not just Vishal, but personalities like Chad Loader um, and other Antifa people that are basically just masquerading as journalists. Mary Todd did fantastic work on this. I'll just kind of let this play as I, you know, end my video. <laughs> but Vishal was present for all of this stuff. Vishal knows that he's not, you know, giving the whole truth. He's completely aware of that. I mean, there he is right there, standing right there, when my friend Chris got attacked. And he didn't report on it. None of his videos or pictures of what took place, you know, were ever used. Because they think that they're justified in doing all of this. They want to control the narrative, you know, and he's not alone. That's another one right there. Never used any of his footage, etc. And this just goes on and on and on. So just be aware of the fact that we are in a constant information war. You know, I think one of my favorites, actually, that's something else that I'll include here. The quote-unquote Antifa press and several Antifa accounts just openly lied that, and claimed that Tiny Toise, the leader of the Proud Boys, shot himself in the foot somehow, um, when the reality is a member of their group did it. He's since been arrested. I haven't had a chance to look at the rest of that, but we'll fast forward a little bit here and get to it, because they all claim that this didn't happen. They claim that Tiny took out a gun that he didn't have and shot himself in the ankle. You know, here's Tiny's going to be coming around in a corner here for a moment. I mean, they were all about this when they thought they were just going to show up and attack a woman who was doing a political rally for a position she was running for. Um, and then the Proud Boys showed up in force. So they ran their asses away because they always do. They don't outnumber somebody 10 to 1. You know, and, and again, we exposed that this was a lie. They openly lied and claimed that he was shooting, you know, that he shot himself and the evidence was clear. You know, they lied about this for three weeks. And it's not the only one they lied about. So this is taken, again, from one of my older videos, but with help from Mary Todd. So my anonymous source came through again, and I have another update, um, courtesy of Chad Loader, who's a member of Los Angeles Antifa. Right now, they're trying to figure out a way to spin what happened, because one of theirs actually stabbed somebody. Inside information is telling me that they actually managed to penetrate his heart just enough to the point that he had to be rushed to the hospital and given emergency surgery. Now, the reason I'm blanking out part of his face here is because they're trying to find this guy that they already victimized and dox him. So here we have, This fash tried to bash people's heads in with a skateboard this weekend in Los Angeles. He apparently goes by the name Rusty. We are looking for more information on Rusty, who apparently got shanked in self-defense 
after attacking, attacking people with his skateboard. Now, there's an interesting thing about the pictures that he's very conveniently choosing to use. First of all, let's look at the whole picture. Well, will you look at that? That's a member of Antifa standing behind the guy with the knife, using, of all things, a skateboard. Antifa's been using skateboards to attack people for quite some time, and especially in Los Angeles. So, in the video, which I'll play again in a second so that you guys can take a look at it, we don't see the patriot in question, who they identify as Rusty, swinging his skateboard in an offensive manner. But honestly, after reviewing, you know, a lot of footage, I really couldn't blame anybody for trying to use their skateboard on members of Antifa, given their history of doing the same thing. However, you know, regardless, a question I'm going to ask people is, do you really want to say that you're defending your life and that that's why it's okay that you stab somebody in the heart because they may have swung a skateboard at you? Is, is that the level of escalation that you have considered to be appropriate? If that's the case, there's going to be an awful lot of dead members of Antifa. Just like I said in my video a long time ago when I was told that People said that bear mace, you know, that rather that shooting somebody was a sufficient response to being bear maced, which is how they tried to justify Michael Reinhold murdering Jay Danielson. But anyway, let's take another look at this video. All right, so this video by Mary Todd, um, taken from News to Share, fair use, um, is going to showcase the person that they identify as Rusty walking up with their skateboard you will see although they'll be blanked out a bit the black member of antifa who had his own skateboard in the clip So, anyway, um, that's how it went down as far as that. I, I cannot see how the guy with the knife thought he was in some way defending his life from, you know, basically, there was no attempt to bash anybody over the head with his skateboard. Now, just to be clear, I'm willing to believe that it's possible that the guy may have attacked somebody with his skateboard, but let's uh, take a look at the whole overall skateboard action that we have managed to find in various clips because I can't seem to find any video of anybody from the Proud Boys slash anti-masker side with a skateboard hitting anybody. I'm ready to be wrong, but I haven't been able to find that. Well, I guess somebody better stab that guy.
These are brutal. I guess Chris should have stabbed them. Hello, Chad Loader. So, this is the guy that was trying to spit it, and Vishal helps this asshole do this stuff. He goes around printing lies on Twitter, and he's very careful to block everybody who might post the truth that would debunk the bullshit that he's saying. You know, but as I was getting at, this is the insane, like, thinking that they have. It was okay for Jay Danielson to be shot because he was proactively bear-macing people. I have a whole video of Antifa bear-macing people. You know what? Let's watch that, too. But before we do that, again, they're trying to justify this knife attack on the basis that this person had a skateboard in his hand. And again, all the video I could find showed him using it as a shield, not hitting anyone with it. So I'm not going to play this whole thing, but this is some excellent examples of Antifa just proactively walking up and quote-unquote charging people with bear mace. This is a girl. I need to just make a statement by being here, and I think the protesters are doing the same. And props to them for the ones who are doing it non-violently, but I think that's a very rare thing indeed, so thank are you. you. Su- are you surprised? Thank you. Uh, so that girl wasn't even a Trump supporter. She was wearing a Make Bitcoin Great Again um, hat. <laughs> And they maced her anyway. Um, here's another one. What did that guy say? Charging people with bear mace was a reason to get shot? Well, that bitch should have had a you know round in the chest according to that logic, right? So nobody was at that point violently confronting the other, and a member of Antifa just walked up and bear maced everybody that was in the opposing side. This one's pretty blatant. So there's like 20 of them attacking one guy, by the way, but they needed to bear maze him. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now, don't forget, this means that every one of those people should be shot, according to this Antifa logic. Because Michael Reinhold apparently shot Jay Danielson for bear-macing people. They do this all the time. That guy wasn't doing anything to anybody. They just didn't like him. You know, and I'm not saying I even agree with the politics of all the people they do this to, but they preemptively attack people like this on a regular basis. And then they whine when Michael Reinhold got shot by the cops. You know, they whine when Kyle Rittenhouse shot people that attacked him. It's not that they oppose violence, it's that they want to win. And I think that the reason that they're pissing their pants right now is because they know they're losing. This crap that they're doing is harming the left. Any kind of, like, momentum or, you know, benefits that came out of Bernie Sanders' work as a legitimate, sane, left-leaning person has been thrown in the toilet by their fucking moronic behavior. And they know that. And that's not just a right-leaning perspective. Chris Hedges is an outright socialist who calls them out all the time. But those are just a couple of examples. So, in any case... So, again, I don't advocate violent activism. But 
this person running around telling everybody that it's the right wing that's initiating violence all the time, you know, it, it's just gotten old and stupid at this point. You're losing credibility with the left and the right now. People are starting to recognize that the issue is very one-sided. Jay Lee Quinn, who's a left-leaning journalist who has the same feelings I do in this matter, has been doing a long Twitter campaign bringing this sort of thing to light. And it's just bullshit. So, like, I've just kind of come to a point where I'm just not going to put up with it anymore. And not that I ever really was, you know, but when people say this crap, feel free to share this video with them. I'll be happy to go tit for tat on any comments about violence. And I say this as somebody who, again, does not support any violence. All violent activism is stupid, not just because it's immoral, but because it doesn't work. At this point, this is destroying the reputation of the left. It's not doing anything to benefit them. And I honestly am starting to feel that these guys are being duped. Like, somebody is telling them to do this shit with the goal in mind of trying to discredit the left. You know, um, and I know some of my right-wing fans are probably going, well, good, you know, right. The problem is, is that this means that even the reasonable left, the people that would probably agree with you about a lot of things are getting discredited by it. You know, so in any case, thanks for tuning in. I've got another video about an Antifa guy who openly stated that Antifa would side with the Mexican drug cartel if they showed up, you know, and took over after they abolished the police, which is interesting. Um, I have an interview coming up pretty soon with a uh, trans activist from Trans People Against um, Dog Comers. <laughs> Trying not to get suspended for another week. Um, thanks again, guys.